Hello, lovely ladies, and welcome to Zion's Company of Women podcast. I'm Lana. And I'm Courtney. And it's wonderful to have you with us today. Hey, my friend Courtney, how are you? Oh, hey there. I'm good. I'm good. I am in the thick of preparing this uh, this week for us is Thanksgiving. And oh, I'm yes. just yes. So, but as you can tell, we've talked about this already. My tree's already up. Um, and my downstairs is equally as decorated. It's just Christmas everywhere because I it's my favorite. And I it's not that I don't enjoy Thanksgiving. I just kind of see Thanksgiving as more of like a, it's a pre-Christmas. Like we're warming up yes. to Christmas, but not everybody feels that way. And uh, my brother-in-law is one. So I decorated the table today with all of my fall stuff just for him. And I was like, that's all you get. <laughs> enjoy it because the rest is red and green and sparkly Christmas, everything. So, but I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this week. How are you doing? Yeah, I, I'm good. I, I do want to say though, I wish we did Thanksgiving mm -hmm. here in Australia. Like it's just beautiful. I just, I live through you guys as I watch on, on, uh, on Instagram Aww. and I watch friends celebrating together. I just, oh, so beautiful. Like I just, yeah. I love it. So we, we kind of have an unofficial thanksgiving i guess yeah, yeah. and uh well, I, maybe it. one year you guys can come and stay and do the do the big chunk there we could do the thanksgiving pre-christmas mm. get the cold weather maybe some snow oh. maybe we can work that out we'll just pray about it yeah oh the, no no that well yes but that's the word of the lord courtney i feel the anointing <laughs> all know, over I that really this morning oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, like but anyway um, I am doing well. I am as well. I'm very excited uh, this morning and to have the beautiful Bianca Serratore here with us, who we will um, introduce in a moment. But as I said before we hit live, Courtney, I burnt my sourdough this morning. So oh. if you hear me sniffling in my microphone, it's it's probably because of that the amount of love that I put into this thing. <laughs> you would think it's another baby. Like I may have taken it in my car. At times to keep it in <laughs> may, the heat. May, may, <laughs> and may not have, but definitely did. <laughs> yeah. And gone back to my car and folded it at mm -hmm. the exact half an hour point for six yes. times. Uh, yes. So yeah. So it was a bit sad that it, it burnt this morning. Oh, but besides yeah. my my tears over my sourdough, I'm doing well, <laughs> and Very I'm excited for this well, morning. Yeah, All right. Too. So. Yes, we shall dive in. The beautiful Bianca Serratore. Hello, my friend. It's so wonderful to have you. Thank you for jumping on. So good to be here. Excited. Oh, me too. It's going to be wonderful. Well, look, I, you know this. I, I just think you are the bee's knees. <clears throat> you are such a gift. And the way that you carry the Lord's heart and his voice and his nature and the way that you steward um, the voice of the Lord is is such an encouragement to me over and over again. So I am so honoured to have you. We are so honoured to have you. And I know that what the Lord has given you to release this morning, that um, Zion's Company of Women community is going to be so blessed by what the Lord releases through you. But if there are those that are like, who's Bianca Serratore? Or you may know her as the peachy preacher. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit or tell them a little bit about who you are? Yeah, for sure. And thank you, Lani. You're always way too kind. I, um, yeah, my name is Bianca. I'm a pastor. Uh, my husband, Anthony, and I um, have four children. Four. I, <laughs> I have to get used to saying that because we just had our little boy, Maverick, um, only 12 weeks ago. And yeah. so, yeah, it's still in that beautiful, amazing newborn phase, which I'm, mm. I'm loving. And so, yeah, we have four children. And about two years ago, we moved from Sydney to the Gold Coast to plant a church. So we run a church up here called Fire Church and just building a beautiful community of people here, which we're so mm. blessed to lead and walk with. Uh, mm. Among other things, running women's events um, mm. called Arise, running an online school, just basically saying yes when he asks me to do things people like like to ask me you know how did you come to do this well basically the answer is I say yes yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I feel crazy but I just continue to follow where he leads and um when he asks us to do something or to steward something yeah. we're like okay god okay 
I love it. It's so good. And, you know, I don't know about you, Bianca, but I've had moments in my life where I feel like it's almost like the Lord has handed me a blank piece of paper and said, sign your name on the bottom line and then I'll fill in all the details, right? Yes, 100%. And you don't know what it's going to look like. And, but, you know, you love him. So you're like, well, I'm in for what you want because I love you and I know yeah. and I trust you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, love it. So, so good. Well, we're going to dive in. This is going to be wonderful. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited to see and hear what you have to say about this, Bianca, because I've heard so many beautiful things about you. And, you know, when you're around a person and you see the joy that they reflect in the way that they love Jesus, you know that it's going to be something um, exciting, something uh, deep that's coming from the place of intimacy. So I can't wait to hear what it is you have to share with us today, but I'm going to start us out with our question that we've been launching every one of these yes. um, seasoned podcasts that we're in right now. Um, as you know, we have launched Scion's Company of Women, and one of the things that we're really, you know, we feel like the Lord's really put on our hearts, that's on His heart, is to cultivate this community of women and to highlight and put out there for people to see and experience the beauty of relationship with Jesus and how unique that is with each one of us. There's, there's similarities in there because he is never changing. He is who he is. Um, but all of our relationships look a little bit different because we are different with him. So the one question that we like to start out these sessions with is what does it mean to you, Bianca, to live as a woman of God that's fully alive? Oh gosh, I love that question so much. And honestly, it's actually very much what we just spoke about. And um, it's being a woman with a yes in her heart and being a woman with a hungry heart after him and a hungry heart after his will and a hungry heart after his plans. Um, and I think being a woman who's fully alive, fully trusts in him and his plan. Uh and I guess in simple terms, that looks like obedience, um, but it's not, it's love-driven obedience. Mm. It's not fear. It's not, oh, well, I have to obey. It's like love-driven, love-sick puppy obedience yeah. unto the Lord. And uh, that's really what I wanted to speak about today, um, keeping the yes in your heart. And it's been, I think it's been my journey because for the most part, I just, I feel like the least likely person that God would call. Like, you know, I always use that scripture. He uses the foolish things to confound the wise. That's why I feel like he uses me. Um, but I, I often, when he asks me to do things, I'm like, really? Me? Like, yeah. I feel like the least likely. And when people, yeah, ask me about, okay, yeah, you came to the Lord. Did you dream this? Did you think about? No, the truth is I actually didn't imagine what he had prepared in any way. Um, but at one thing that I have carried and I'll continue to carry is a yes in my heart. Yes. And so living fully alive in him is living in him, living mm -hmm. in love with him and living with that yes continually. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, I'm just thinking, Bianca, as you're saying that, and I wrote down here, um, I wrote the word fully, the words fully trust. And then underneath, I wrote love driven obedience. And I, I love that because if I am a woman who is living fully alive and giving the Lord fully my yes, then I give him fully my yes, because I know his nature. I know yeah. his he is. I know that he is kind. I know he is good. I know that he is loving. Like I, I know who he is. And so the more I see him, the more there is this, it's almost for me, like, I feel like sometimes not to, not to, to say that sometimes the yes isn't costly and hard and painful, but there is this place of like, 
I love you. The more I see you, the more I I overflow in my yes. Like I overflow in this place of take my life, do whatever you want to do with me, use me however you want. And there's such a difference, isn't there, when we see him and it's a response as well to the beauty and the majesty of Jesus rather than, oh, oh, I better make sure that I I get things right, otherwise he's not going to be pleased. I'm giving my yes, like I make sure I obey because he's going to be cranky with me. There's such a difference, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. And it is all about seeing him and knowing him and knowing that you can trust him with your life. Actually, there's no one else I'd rather my life in their hands. Like I I don't want my life in my own hands. I want my life in his hands. And that only comes from like knowing him and knowing his goodness toward us. And the truth is he'd be fine if we said no. Like I know that that's controversial, but he loves us. Like he adores us. And so it's not a matter of, well, I'll love you if you do this. It's a matter of um, yeah. us saying, well, I, because I love you, I'll do whatever you ask because I know mm-hmm. that your plan is the best plan. It's a plan to prosper me. It's a plan to give me a future and a hope. And actually, even as you were speaking, Lana, I was reminded of the woman with the oil um, and, you know, she she knew Jesus mm-hmm. um, and she came and she poured out um, her oil at his feet, like a whole year's wages. And she, you know, cracked mm-hmm. that that jar and she poured out the oil on his feet. And I feel like that's how I live my life. It's how the it's how I want to live my life. But it's because she mm-hmm. knew him, that she knew him so much so that she was willing to go in a room full of religious people who would mm-hmm. likely judge her, who might have known her history, that she knew him so well that she still felt safe break open a jar and pour out her whole year's salary for him um and so I always go back to that story and I'm like oh well I'll just be the woman with the jar it's nothing more than that you know I think sometimes we complicate calling but it's honestly to me it's nothing more than that yeah I I absolutely love that you have said that because I it's just right in line with so many things that I've heard the Lord say and um, things that he's pointed out. And I think sometimes in the modern church, we have focused so much upon obedience that sometimes we've done that to the abandonment of adoration and we've forgotten Mm -hmm. the source of our obedience comes through intimacy. Mm -hmm. When it comes through intimacy, the obedience can be sustained. It's not yeah. short-lived because it's coming yeah. from that place of adoration and, and, and relationship with him. And um, I actually pulled out my journal because it, there was something that the Lord had said to me um, not long ago. And if it's okay, I'd like to just read it. It's just short. Um, but I wrote, uh, when intimacy is the goal, it will cause an abandonment of all things unto the Lord with ease. Mm. They will not even seem like a sacrifice because the heart of a lover will lay it all at the feet of the one that they adore. Mm. He went on to, he went on to speak and he said, Courtney, this is what song of songs chapter eight means. And he said, I, I want not hired help or those who are paid to go into battle with me or for me because at the first sign of opposition, their loyalty is tested Mm -hmm. and revealed. Um, but those who have uh, tasted intimacy with me, those who have allowed me to love them, well, they are forever different. And their intimacy with me brands them forevermore. It's a brand mm. of fire upon their hearts. Yes. Um, and I just think that uh, I love that that's what you're sharing. And I love that that's the message that that is coming from your heart. Because that's, like I said, mm. I think that that's where obedience is, is sustained. It becomes yeah. something that we get to do. Yes. Mm, so it, comes with ease. it comes with ease, like you said. You said ease. That, and I love that mm-hmm. because it, it is true. And even though it is costly and even though you're like, oh, and sometimes it's almost like a reluctant yes, you're like, mm. oh, are you sure, God? <laughs> but you're like, oh, but I'll do it <laughs> because I trust you, because I know you, because I trust you. It's honestly that. It's like a trustful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know if you've ever had experiences where I've had one recently, more, more recently, where at the time. Oh, have we lost you, Courtney? She may. Courtney, are you still here? 
No, maybe she has frozen. Um, well, while we wait for her to come back, I was going to say, Bianca, I was giggling because that story. Oh, you're back. I'm back. Welcome back. <laughs> I don't know where okay. I stopped. Um, where did you stop? <laughs> I don't know because I, I was even just know. about to say something else. Oh, I remember now. Okay. It's not to say that obedience isn't ever a process or that there's not things the Lord asks us to do that are challenging or that feel hard at the time. But I've had experiences and one recently where he asked me to do something, put something down, and it was very, very hard to do mm. that. But then down the line, I he it's like he pulls back the cover and he reveals some things. And I think, oh, my God, you were protecting me. You were covering me. You were guiding me in something. I didn't even see this stuff. And it was difficult at the time to lay it down because I didn't understand. But it's built that trust as I've gone along. And there's grace in that process too. But it is a process sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you guys are jumping on this, um, especially the word adoration. Like I was going to say, Bianca, like I was giggling because the the story of the woman with the oil like has just been so on my heart lately. And I've just been processing with the Lord again. And I remember the first time that I read that story and I went, you know, what would have caused her to like, that wasn't a favorable environment, right? Like what would have caused her to like and compelled her to do that? And and I heard the Lord say these words and over the years he's used two words back and forward, but he said to me, Lana, could it have been that she was driven by devotion or she was driven yeah. by adoration? And I began to look up the word devotion and yes, it means loyalty, but it also means love and, and a synonym is like worship. And I was like, that's a really interesting, you know, like that's an interesting way of looking at it. And I thought, you know, like the fruit of, of adoration in our lives is, is such a place that births courage within us as well, that when we, we have to give the yes, like, and it's hard my adoration for you, Lord, even though I'm like, oh, sometimes I'm giving my yes and my, my flesh is screaming, like my adoration for you is birthing within me courage yes. to give my yes. Because I don't know about you ladies and you ladies listening, like sometimes I've needed a lot of courage uh, to give the Lord my yes, whether it's my own internal world of uh, my yes is exposing areas of fear or areas where, oh, maybe I don't trust the Lord as deeply as I thought I did or whatever it might be. There has been a place where I've needed the courage to say, Lord, I give you my yes. Like, yeah whether my soul is screaming and I'm facing the foxes in my vineyard or the yes is, you know, the place where I have to believe for a, a huge miracle or whatever it might be, it's I just, in my own experience, I've seen that place of adoration, the fruit of adoration in my life of him and seeing him has then birthed the courage for me to say yes because it's not my strength, it Lana Vorza, building up enough human strength to be able to give you my yes. I'm empowered by you to give yeah. you my yes. Um, so I just, I love that you're, you guys are on this. I think this is really on the Lord's heart. Yeah, mm. that is beautiful. Like, um, yeah, courage is a product of adoration. Like, mm. what a thought. Mm. I, and that's so true in my own life because I'm not a naturally bold person. And mm. I think people see me as bold and I'm like, no, I'm really just in love. Like, that's yeah. all it is. <laughs> Uh, um, I, but I become bold. I become yeah. courageous. Like, I'm like, oh, did I just do that? That's yeah. pretty brave. Like, oh, like pat on the back, Bianca. That's amazing. But it's honestly, yeah, you're right. It's it's a product of adoration and devotion, and it's a product of knowing and trusting in Him uh, mm. that you can fall. You can have that trust fall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I love it. And how often are His like? His ways, not our ways, right? Like <laughs> I remember the Lord sitting with the Lord and I'm like, God, you know, I give you my yes. I give you my life again. And he's like, yes, and give me your presumption and give me your assumption. And I went, sorry, really? what? 
And he's like, because when you give me your yes, he's like, sometimes you can give me your yes in how you assume that what it's going to look like or presume what it's going to look like. And he's like, be schooled in my ways. And I was like, oh, gosh, you know, and just on my face again, because I think sometimes we can so give a yes. But at times in my life, I've given a yes with, oh, this is how what it's going to look like. I'm giving my yes and and inside of my heart somewhere there's an expectation that I think it's going to look a certain way. Um, But giving a yes, like you said, that is fully trusts Mm. and surrenders the reins and says whatever your way looks like, I'm all in, that's a a really Mm. deep place. So true. It it honestly rarely looks how you expect. (laughs) His ways really aren't our ways. Like I remember if I can be totally honest with you guys I remember um, my husband and I were in transition in 2020 this is right before the Lord called us to move to the Gold Coast and we were you know we are feeling that kind of that discomfort in transition that oh there's something coming but we're not quite there yet and so we're living in this place of like unknown we're in the hallway we want to get there we don't know what it is Anyway, so we're in this place of transition and we're praying and fasting and I'm like, yeah, God, I can know you're moving me wherever it is. I'm like, you know, whatever it is, I'm like expect, I don't know what I was expecting, mm-hmm. but then he said to me, um, I'm calling you to the Gold Coast to plant a church. It was so clear yeah. and I wasn't, I never anticipated planting a church, never anticipated, never anticipated um, pioneering ministries at all. I wanted to be a part of his plan but I didn't know that I would be a starter, like a starter mm. of his at all. And so when he said that, I was like, no, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, I've given you my yes, but I was like, it really rarely mm. is anticipated. It's actually often more. You know, I remember being even, oh, can I share one more story? Yes, Sh- please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remember being, um, you know, 18 years old and I had, mm. I was in Bible college when I was 18. I went straight after high school um, and I was at Hillsong Bible College and I was in Colour Conference. And when Mm. you were a Hillsong Bible College gal, you served at Colour. And so I was serving at Colour and I remember like looking around and just seeing all these women worshipping and just being so like taken by the environment and Mm. thinking, gosh, God, I would love to do something like this Mm. one day. And he said, okay. And I was like, okay. And I kind of just left it in his hands. <laughs> and then, you know, years later, you know, he birthed this dream for, you know, a women's ministry called Arise, which we're now running around around the nation. It's wild. Yes. He reminded me of that moment as an 18-year-old, as an 18-year-old teenager, where I was sitting in color, serving as a volunteer. I was the new Christians person. So I would come and I would hand out the new Christians pack to the people coming out the door. And he reminded me of that moment. He took me back there and he said, see, like, and look, and it wasn't even, I just said I wanted to be a part of it. I thought I'd be on a team one day or I'd like, you know, serve or minister or something, but he actually was calling me to start. And if we fully yield our plans to him, they're actually bigger and better than mm-hmm. ours. They're yeah. way more. And it takes a process. And there was a huge process that I had to go through over those like almost 10 years to be at, or more than 10 years. What am I saying? I'm not 28, but a long process. <laughs> to go through to get to to get to him and to get to where he wanted me to be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it really looks the way you think. Yeah. <laughs> it just, um, you know, I know our next question is what are some things that you feel the Lord is highlighting, you know, as key components and moving with him in this, in this area right now. Um, but I really feel like I'm, I'm an examples person. Um. And so I need to, like, when, when people are talking about that kind of stuff, I'm like, tell me what that looks like. Like, what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to like say yes? And then it looks a little bit different. Um, and I remember back in, I guess it was, I was trying to remember what year it was. I think it was 2013. Um, I had three babies at that point. I knew I had this desire in my heart to work with women. Uh, and I'd always loved midwifery. Um And like, I was just kind of trying to like, I had these pieces and I'm like, okay, well, I've got this, this degree over here in speech pathology. So I could do something with infant feeding. I could, I could do this, I could do that. And I kind of landed on, um, 
going to school or taking classes to become a birth doula, mm-hmm. uh, someone that helps women in labor. Um, and I remember so clearly it was the one semester we, we had put our kids in private school and um, I was driving in, I'd lined everything out. I bought all the books. I was getting ready to start this adventure, this thing that I felt like I should do. And um, I pulled into the parking lot and as clear as day, just like you said, as clear as day, the Lord said to me, you can have a career or I can give you a calling. And that's not to say that if you have a career, you don't have a calling. That's not it. But for it was, he was speaking to me and in that moment, what I was doing. And I remember feeling kind of disappointed, but I knew I could either do, do this or I could, I could go with him and, and I could do figure out what that meant. Well, it was, wasn't until 10 years later. And I look back now, like he brought that memory up a little while ago. And I look back now at what I do and what I do here, what I, I love working with women and I love walking with women. And I have always known that there's a particular calling on that, that in particular. And it makes me laugh because I'm like, I got close. Like mm-hmm. I thought like I could feel that. I could feel that desire, you know, working with women, helping them birth, helping them, you know, move through things. Um, and then, like you said, it looks different. Mm-hmm. But I knew, like, I, and I'm thankful for his guidance in that, that he stepped in when it when it was necessary for me to say, not quite there, you know, keep going. Um, yes. But it's 10 years later now that I'm now doing what I do. Um, and it's just, I don't know, that's been a beautiful journey. There was so much that I needed to learn that it didn't go from point A to point B. It was like point A, C, X, Y, then we're going to get to, you know, we'll eventually get there because there were a lot of things that had to happen. But I'm, I'm just curious, Bianca, what are, do you have anything like that? Do you have any examples like that? Do you have anything that comes to your mind that we could tell the, we could talk about or that you could share with the women that would help them understand you know, what does this look like and what are some components for me as I'm walking this, this journey? Yeah, 100%. I think, um, I think it was Lisa Bevere who said once, uh, you, you may want to belong, but maybe God's calling you to begin. And, um, and that is, that's been a big part of, yeah, just what I've felt. And mm-hmm. I, I would say that pay attention like you did pay attention to the areas that light you up, right? So pay attention because that is a part of your calling. And I remember I was just happy to preach because I loved to preach the word of God. Mm-hmm. That's, and I was like, well, I love to preach. That must be what I'm meant to do, God, right? Mm-hmm. So that must be it. Um, and God's like, yes, but not quite, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I've called you to preach, but I've actually also called you to pioneer. I've mm-hmm. also called you to teach people how to hear the voice of God, how to read the word and for mm-hmm. it to come. Like I've also taught you not just to preach, but to show others, how, to bring others into that place of hearing him, knowing him. And so I think like just give him the areas that you feel you're called to just like lay that at his feet lay that oh i I feel like i'm supposed to help women Mm -hmm. Uh, i feel like i'm supposed to be a part of women's ministry i would just say in those in those moments okay god well i know that these are areas that you're calling me into because they light me up on the inside because Mm -hmm. I, I hunger after them because i know that i'm good at it you may have a gifting in it but then lay it down at his feet and mm-hmm. let him remodel, reshape, work through that, work on you and chase after him in that moment. And, and he'll actually create what it was meant to be, what it was mm-hmm. always designed for you to do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you may want to just belong in community, but maybe he's called you to create community for you to mm-hmm. build community. You know, mm-hmm. you may want to in, inspire and um encourage like a few women in a small group but maybe he's called you to build women to be able to you know hold multiple small groups you know it never we never know what god has for us and so i would say take notice then lay it down it's actually that feels like it's been my life it's been a process of taking notice okay god and then laying it down at his feet and watch him do something even greater with that than what i anticipated does that help 
Courtney, does that give? Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, it definitely does. And I think, you know, lay it down doesn't mean that you don't do anything with it or that you, do, you don't, no. you know, step forward, but it's that, it's that posture of submission of like open-handed there. It, it's in my hands and I'm holding it out in front of you just saying, okay, Lord, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> death grip on it. You yes. show me, you know, it's just that place of submission of this is mm -hmm. ours together. Um, yes. So, so you, you get to help me <laughs> guide me, teach me, but you know, and I love that you said, take notice <clears throat> because there's so many times I think women will notice something. They will hear that prompting, feel that little nudge. And we have a tendency to just say, mm, well, that's not that big of a deal. Mm. It's just, it's just one little word of encouragement. Like it's, it's, you know, and really it, it's not, it's not small. It's actually very important. And I think that that's one of the things that I would, I would also just, um, what I see you saying is like, you take notice of those little things. Like you do it. If you have a word of encouragement for someone, do it. If you have a thought of, I really want to love on that person. I think I'm going to send them a meal or I'm going to make them a meal. Do it because yeah. these are the areas and the avenues through which this stuff comes out mm -hmm. um, and it's not too small. It's just, mm -hmm. those are the promptings. So like you said, take notice. I love that. That's so good. Oh, I want to say, um, ladies that are listening, when Bianca said the words, pay attention to what lights you up on the inside, as soon as you said that, Bianca, I... I had this sense so strongly and I began to hear um, women in conversation with the Lord and they were saying things like, I had this thing that lit me up on the inside but I was told it wasn't God. And when I, um, when I was listening to you, Bianca, I just I felt it in the spirit. Like I felt like the Lord was bringing such a, um, a, a healing to some areas and really some uh, some confirmation to some of you listening that there has been things that have really like you've got excited about when you you do that particular thing or when you think about that particular thing it you feel like life is on the inside of you but there has been uh, people and even the enemy that has said to you no 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 that's not God that's that's not that's not for you and you've actually then gone on to really lay that down but lay it down in not the right way in okay well then that's not god i must that desire must not be the lord that mustn't be what i'm called to and i began to see hear all of these conversations and i want to say to you today that if you're listening and that is you like i felt the anointing uh, on bianca's words when she said that like pay attention to those things that um that that have really lit you up on the inside. And I would encourage you to go back and pick up those things that maybe you have laid down and, and where you've said, okay, they told me it wasn't God. I would encourage you to pick it up and take it before the Lord again and ask mm -hmm. them, what do you say about this, Lord? And allow him to speak into that again, because I just, I feel like there's just been some things that have been dropped that were actually, that's that's the desire of the Lord inside of you. And now he wants to bring it to fruition. He wants to birth it through you. And it was never meant to be laid down because that's actually something that he's put inside of you. So mm -hmm. I would encourage you, ladies, that if that's you, um, to really pick those things up again and take them before the Lord. Yeah. I just want to, can I add to that? Sorry, real quick. I opened up before we began and I didn't know why, but I opened up to Ezekiel 37 and I felt the Lord and I was like, I'm not speaking on that God, but okay. You know, yes. yes. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I opened up to Ezekiel 37 and as you were speaking, I'm like, that's what it is. Wow. It's like, I'm going to breathe life on that, which oh, I can feel that. Thought was dead and buried. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's like these like things that we've been like, oh, well, I'll just, it's like these dry bones in the closet that we've locked the door and we've thought that's not going to happen. And God's mm -hmm. like, no, prophesy now, like pick it up and prophesy. Yeah. And I will give my breath to that thing. I will breathe life mm -hmm. on that thing and I'll bring it back to life again. And you might think that, oh, well, that was an old dream or that's that can't happen or that's impossible. But like dry bones became an army and God can turn that which was 
dead and buried into something beautiful and thriving and filled mm -hmm. with life and breath. And mm -hmm. so just on that, I feel like that's a prophetic, that's a prophetic word that mm -hmm. God is going to breathe life on those things and you're going to be lit up on the inside again. Yes, so yeah. good. And the Lord's yeah. going to redeem the time. Mm. Is I, I just, when you were saying that, I was like, I feel like there could be someone that you're listening and you're like, oh, but that dream died and so much time has passed. Like there's, there's so much time that has been lost. Well, time bows to him, right? Mm. Time bows to him. And I just, I want to encourage you that, um, one of the a profound encounter that I had two years ago, um, I won't go into all the details now just for the sake of time, but I saw the Lord standing uh, in my timeline and he was looking at particular seasons of my life and he thundered over the seasons and he said, begin again. Yeah. And when he did, there was nothing that could hinder the the restarting of I couldn't explain in the natural. All I knew was that whatever happened in that season where time was lost, where things were stolen, where dreams died, where pain and trauma came in, all of that stuff in the declaration of beginning begin again, it was like time was reversed and added to me all at once. And then I entered into a time where exactly what you said, Bianca, the Lord began to say to me, prophesy again, speak again, cast your net again. And I'm like, oh, that's so hard sometimes. But as I did, I watched the begin again of the Lord begin to bring life and restoration. And guess what? it became bigger than it was originally I thought it was intended to be. There was increase added. There was life added, resurrection power. And so I just I feel that for some of you listening as well this morning that there is a declaration of the Lord that is twofold. It is he is declaring begin again and there's a redemption of time, but there's also an encouragement of the Lord, begin again, pick it up again, begin again. Don't let this, you know, prophesy again, cast your net again. It's because the Lord is actually not only restoring, but he's also enlarging and he's going to add to you because that's who he is, right? That's who he is. So, oh, so good. Mm. So good. i just going to tack on to that because apparently this is something we're just going to do now. <laughs> we're going We're going with now because um, I, yeah, let's just go with it. Um, it was actually yesterday the Lord took me back to the start of the journal that I'm about to finish. And he said, Courtney, I want you to go back and I want you to read what it was that we were talking about at the start of the year, because there were some things that feel like it feels like ages ago since I wrote this, but it was so clear when it happened. And there's been so much that's happened this year that I thought, I don't even know what to do with that word that you gave me at the beginning of the year. But just like Lana said, begin again. And just like you, Bianca, talking about those dry bones, you know, you can't get any more dead than dry bones. And even that is subject to the majesty of God and to the life of, and the, the breath of the spirit. Like it, it's all subject to him. Um, but I felt like he said to go back and he said, um, this is a time, the time that we're in is a time where our chronos, so our, our, our extent or quality of time, excuse me, quantity of time meets his kairos which is his opportune time, his set time, and his appointed time. It's due time, seasonal, seasonable time, and proper time for action. Mm -hmm. um, and I've felt that so strongly over the last couple of days that if you have felt like, the, even if you feel like you have let go of a promise, he still holds it. Mm -hmm. He's still given it. It's not, um, he's not going to take it back. It's, still there and he's been holding it for you in the time that you've been you've been processing or you've been aching or you've been hurting so pick it back up receive it again let him be faithful even when we're faithless let him breathe on it again and just like you were saying you, you know it's all it's all subject to him mm. and he's the one that gets the final say Amen. so beautiful mm. So good. Bianca, can I ask you a question that's just bubbling inside of me? In your journey of your yes, in your journey of um, it not looking like you expected, what we've been talking about, what have you learned about the Lord? What, what, is the, what, what would you say 
yeah like what's the the what's a revelation that you have seen of who he is in those moments um he's faithful um faithful uh so 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 faithful it brings me to tears to think of his faithfulness and i think uh that's why i can trust him um because i know that he's faithful and and i know he's it's it's like a it's like a cycle right it's like mm -hmm. i give him my yes i have faith then he shows me he's faithful then i say yes and show him my faith and then he's faithful and so if I never stepped out in faith, then maybe I would never have seen his faithfulness, you know? Like, yeah, we see his faithfulness, of course, like he shows us, but also it's shown all the more in mm -hmm. our faith, in our yes, in our mm -hmm. trust of him. And so I've learned that actually, like, my yes is very small in comparison mm -hmm. to his grand, beautiful, majestic, mm -hmm faithfulness and goodness toward me yeah and so, uh, yeah that for me like it says um I, I think of the beatitudes now for some reason but you know blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they mm -hmm. shall be filled yeah. it's like or blessed are those who who are pure in heart for they shall see the lord mm -hmm. there's a promise with every yes there's a promise with every step of faith every trustful and so if there's one lesson or one thing that I've gleaned of years of just giving him my yes, it's like he's faithful. He outfaithfuls me every single day of the week. <laughs> Thank oh, God, right? Yeah, Thank right. You. Right. Oh, <laughs> I had something come to my mind as you were sharing, Bianca, you know, when you said um, that he's faithful, that's a, that's a, that's a huge theme in my life when the Lord or when people ask me like, who is, who is the Lord to you? And now Graham Cook likes to ask people that question. And he poses that question to people a lot. Mm -hmm. Who is the Lord to you? And to me, he has always been faithful. Like that's mm -hmm. how he reveals himself to me too. So when you were, you were sharing that, that really spoke deeply to my heart. And it, it reminds me of John, it's in John chapter nine. Um, 17 and it's the man that was born blind that jesus heals and um the religious leaders are not very happy about it mm -hmm. um and they're you know kind of grilling him about what's happened um and it says that in the passion translation it says that um they put him on the spot in front of everyone demanding an answer and they asked him who do you say he is this man who opened your blind eyes and I think that that is such a component to what you're, you're sharing and what we're speaking to the ladies is that's that place of intimacy where it's who is the Lord to you? Who, mm. who is, how has he shown himself to you? And those are those kind of those foundation points that we, those, those uh, foundation stones that we can lay because the times where it is confusing or the times where we aren't sure. Like we know things are changing. Like you were talking about transition where we know things are changing. Uh, I know I'm not going to be where I'm at right now, but I don't fully know exactly where I'm going yet. Or those times where the Lord in obedience has asked us to maybe lay something down or switch directions. That's the time when we really have to tend to our heart and guard our heart. And we have to lay ourselves on that foundation of he is faithful. So mm. whatever he's asking me to do, I can lay myself on his faithfulness. I can lay myself on his love. I can lay myself on his mercy or his kindness or whatever it is, um, you know, that, that has been between you and the Lord. Those are those foundational uh, points that really it helps to keep them in the forefront in yeah. front of your eyes because like lana was saying the flesh is not always happy our minds don't always understand but we're to renew our mind um and that for me has been one of those things where it's like you know what like and and even in the health battle and stuff that we've gone through with one of our children uh, there have been times where i have literally walked around the house and have said to myself god is on our side mm. because all of the fear all of the things that want to come at me 
um, or come in would try to testify otherwise. And it's, it's, it's not always easy, but there are those points where it's like you grab onto those things and those are the things that you say, no, this is what I'm going to believe. This is what I'm going to believe about the Lord and I'm going to believe about his heart as I'm walking through um, or as I'm going through transition. Amen. Oh, so good. And you know, Courtney, I was just thinking as you were sharing, it was so beautiful. And I loved what you shared as well, Bianca, about the faithfulness of God. And, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, there have been so many seasons in my life where the Lord has um, asked for my yes, I haven't understood, or things have been, I've laid things down or whatever it might have been. And it's been really difficult. And some of those seasons, I remember walking them, even giving my yes and having to continue to lay down my yes every day as my soul would scream, right? That in those seasons, I now look back and I go, in every season that I have walked through, I have a jewel that has been given to me and it's a piece of your heart in the sense of it's an aspect of your nature. And I remember as I looked back on a particular year of my life and it was so difficult and there were challenging moments and there was like the yes that the Lord was asking for and all of these things. But I looked back at the end of the year and I went, oh, my goodness, I have received a deeper revelation of the faithfulness of God, that he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, that he watches over his word to perform it, that he is kind and he is loving, that he is my healer, he is my deliverer. And I get to the end of that year and I go, oh, my goodness, I have a handful of jewels that have been given to me that will never be taken from me. And then the Lord said to me, yeah, and now you turn and face the next season and you've got that history and those stones of remembrance of how I've showed up and how I have I've displayed my faithfulness and my power and my love that not only carried you through that season, but they actually become uh, strength for the season that's ahead. And I just, I love that because it reminds me of all the conversations I've heard Bill Johnson share about, you know, feasting on our history with God. And that sometimes when the Lord asks you for a yes and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I'm going to intentionally go, I remember when you asked me for my yes last time and I remember when you showed up and I thought I was dying and you showed up in power or you mani- or you like you you revealed your faithfulness or whatever it is like it is his nature like if my roots are actually anchored in my yes or my roots are anchored in how I think things are going to turn out I'm going to be like this cuz some days my yes is hard Sometimes it's hard for me to give my yes, right? There's a wrestle. Some days things don't turn out the way I expect. But if I can put my roots down in the one who never changes and how I meet Jesus in all of those moments, then in the next season I'm, I'm fortified. There's a strength in me because he's not going to wake up tomorrow and go, well, I'm not faithful today, right? He's always faithful. And so I just, I love what you ladies shared, because I think that when we are in that process of picking things up, lay again, that we've dropped down, laying down our yes, and I guess yielding to the ways of God, there is such a strength and stability that is found in that place where I've anchored myself in how I've met him and how he's revealed himself in those seasons. Yes. Oh, amen. That's so good. It's like, I only know the depths of his faithfulness because of the level of trust I was willing to give. It's like the more you trust him, the more you experience him, the more you encounter him, the more of him becomes unlocked in your life. And, yes, it's hard, but it's like, oh, through the most difficult seasons, but saying yes anyways, where you've really just seen his faithfulness and you've dug deep wells and it's like those are the wells that really keep you going like you said they fortify you for the season ahead yeah yeah I would like to ask one more question here before we kind of wrap up and give final thoughts um you know I know you mentioned at the start of our interview that you have four beautiful children so how do you take what we've just talked about 
Bianca, how do you take that and incorporate that into your mothering? Yeah, wow, that's a really good question. Well, it's a big question, I know. So you first get up. Um, oh man, uh, entrusting to them to him um, mm -hmm. daily is a mm -hmm. big one. Um, oh man, you know, my mothering journey began in an interesting way, and I don't share this often, but I'll share it with you guys. I remember I'd just gotten married, and mm -hmm. I hadn't. Children were not on my mind. I'm mm -hmm. going to share this. Um, I was not thinking, okay, God, like, yeah, I'm going to have kids now. Um, we kind of were thinking we'll put it off for a few years. We'll work in the ministry, all those things, how, how God shifts and changes. And I went to a prophetic night one night and this beautiful prophetic woman, um, she said to me, um, Bianca, I feel like God is asking you to trust him with children. It was a big prophetic word. You're not yeah, supposed that is. to <laughs> They're the things you're taught not to prophesy, but I'm actually so thankful that she did because I went yeah. home that night and I said, God, I'm, I realize I've trusted you with so many other things in my life, mm -hmm. but I wasn't really willing to trust you with that. And I was like, okay, so God, if you want, if children is your plan for my life, I give you mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, six weeks later, I was pregnant. And <laughs> <laughs> which is just so it's just the lord and so my whole journey just wondering wow. has been like okay well i give you my yes even though i don't anticipate what it looks like mm -hmm. and so my journey of mothering was a journey of faith okay god i trust mm -hmm. you with this mm -hmm. and it blew me away like it was beyond what i could imagine mm -hmm. to have kids and i never anticipating mm -hmm. having four and mm -hmm. i can't believe that he's blessed me with that many mm -hmm. i'm like Wow, thank you, God. And yeah. so, um, yeah, that's how my motherhood journey begins. And so that's how it continues. And sometimes mm -hmm. it surprises me. And so I think it's like entrusting that, well, this is, you asked me to do this, God. So I know that you have a plan for it. And I know that the plan you have for them is far bigger than even the plan that I have for them. So I entrust mm -hmm. that plan to you. And mm -hmm. so how I incorporate it in my motherhood is just showing them what faith looks like, you know. Mm -hmm. that, when we moved to when we moved to Queensland, it was like we're doing this for Jesus because we love him and he's asked us. And so if he's asked us to go, that means there's really good stuff in store where we go. Mm. And even like when I go away to minister, I'm like, I tell them, I come back and I tell them of all the wins. Max now comes and he'll, he's my eldest. He's nine years old. He'll come and he'll sit with me and he'll be like, oh, so tell me what happened. And I'll tell him the healings and I'll tell him of the people who came to Jesus because he was willing to let mama go, you know. And so it's that's what it looks like. It's like living the journey out with them, not apart from them, but with them. I get emotional about this stuff because, you know, mm. motherhood is just such a beautiful surprise in my life. <laughs> Living the journey with them. Mm. Yeah. That is that is the word of the Lord. Mm. And I think we have seen, and this makes me cry, we have seen um, families pulled apart mm. for the sake of ministry. Mm. We've, yeah. and, it's, and, it's, and it's so hard. And it's so hard. And there's been so much hurt that's come through that. And the Lord is really healing this process within the church through people like you, through people like Lana, who are willing to stand up and say, um, my family is my number one ministry and I will do the work of the Lord and I will do, I will, I will make him known and I will, I will walk with him with them yes. in the midst of it. And, and then there will be other things that will happen. Then I will go as well, but it's not sacrificing one for the other. It's understanding mm -hmm. that these things are meant to be done with and alongside. And I just made me, uh, made me cry when you said that, because I really feel the heart of the Lord on that yes. so much. It's actually, there's more power in your ministry when you do it with your family. Mm -hmm. Because the very, the very nature of family the very gift of family is actually spiritual warfare against the plans of the enemy. Remaining as family, walking and living as true kingdom family is mm -hmm. actually violence against the kingdom of darkness. The enemy does not like it. Mm -hmm. And so I would say that your ministry is even more powerful when you walk it with your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember 
um, I'll just say one more thing, Lana, and then I'll, um, and then we'll ask um, Bianca to pray or, or uh, have you wrap up with your final thoughts too. But I remember when I first started in, in ministry, itinerant ministry, you know, it's kind of like those nights when you go to do, do ministry or you go to record a podcast or you go to teach a class, mm -hmm. uh, things downstairs at home get kind of wacky. Uh, <laughs> like I remember one point, like hearing a, in my old house, I could hear the toilet flush above me. And so I've got like toilet water, you know, toilet flushing water coming down. I could hear a child screaming upstairs and it was just like absolute chaos. And I'm thinking, what am I doing? Um, but I remember like those nights, you know, prepping and getting, getting ready, getting ready to go on, preparing things and, and it gets tense with children. And, and it, 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 that I think is something that, you know, the Lord walks you through to understand, like, don't let this be an issue. Um, mm. This is the most important work. And when you prepare that well, when you let yourself stay calm, when you let yourself stay focused on, they, they are your number one ministry, then, mm -hmm. then you sit down to do ministry and it's like, watch him move. Yeah. There is such a power and anointing that comes, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's like getting those things into alignment, mm -hmm. you know? And I remember one night not doing this very well, being really cranky with my kids and cranky with my husband and going on. And it was like, man, I didn't even want to sit down and preach. I did not want to sit down and, and give the word. Cause it's like, I feel like I have to go back. I need to go back and fix that first mm -hmm. before I can come on here and do this. So it's very much a living in front of, <laughs> in front of him, um, mm -hmm. and living those things laid down, but it's that number one place first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. so good. I love that. I think, you know, the Lord is really, uh, which one of you said it? I can't remember, but the Lord, you said the Lord is really bringing, I think it was you, Courtney, bringing healing, um, to, yeah, to this, like this area. And I think, the way that the Lord is restoring uh, family corporately as, you know, the bride, but also this place of not sacrificing family on the altar of ministry, um, I think is, is, yeah, it's the heart of the Lord to, um, to really see the family units um, rise up in this hour. Like, and I, I'm sure we could sit here for another hour, but how amazing are those moments when, you know, your children um, experience the presence of God or um, they hear from the Lord. Or I remember when I used to travel doing itinerant ministry, I would, uh, some places I went, the Lord would say, do a fire tunnel at the end. So we'd get the fire tunnel ready and people would be coming through. And then I'm watching and Elijah, my oldest, who was quite young then, he'd just be going through like constantly I'm like that's the 10th time that's the 11th time and at the end of the meeting I'd say to him Elijah I'm like why did you keep going through the the fire tunnel he's like mommy every time I walked through I felt close to Jesus and I was like oh my goodness you know and and he still talks about those moments and he's 14 now like you know and so I just I love this conversation because I feel like we could do another whole <laughs> podcast episode on this but yeah yeah, I just I love that um yeah Courtney that you asked Bianca that question because I think that's really as well on the heart of the Lord right now so it's so good yeah, so, so good, good. So good. Bianca would you pray um just pray over over the ladies that are listening um through the things that we've talked through today I'm sure there's been a lot that's come up and a lot that's blessed them but would you just um pray over them as well as we wrap yeah absolutely I'd love to yeah, yeah, Lord God, I just, I thank you for your faithfulness. And I thank you, God, for just everything that you have um, poured out in this episode, God. And I just pray that for every woman listening, God, who, who, who wants to say yes, who wants that yes in their heart, I pray that you would reveal another layer of who you are, another layer of your faithfulness, another layer of who you are as father and as friend. And God, I just thank you that um, the revelation of who you are will actually be their starting point. Will be their will be their starting point to go to say yes to pick up the 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 dry and dead things that maybe they've laid down. And so as you as you um, do that, as you reveal yourself, um, I pray that you would even breathe breathe life 
on those things. Breathe life on um, places where maybe they need to begin again. Breathe life on the places in their mothering that they that they want to reignite again. Breathe life on the places of their calling that they felt like were over. God, I thank you for your breath that would go out and make itself known in their lives. And so, God, I just thank you for how you've revealed your faithfulness in this episode. And I pray that it would be a testimony um, in the in the lives of each woman listening here um, today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Oh, Bianca, thank you amen. so much for joining us. I have loved this. This has been wonderful. I feel like I just sat in like a well. I'm like so drenched by his presence. So thank you for joining us. What a gift you are. It's been a blessing. Thank you, guys. It's been wonderful. Can I ask, Bianca, for those um, that don't already follow along with you, how what's the best place uh, for them to follow along for those that are listening on the podcast? So, yeah, my website is just freshfire.com.au or I am also known as The Peachy Preacher, so they can follow me on Instagram or Facebook at The Peachy Preacher. Awesome. Uh, For those of you uh, listening on the podcast, uh, for Instagram, if you just type the at symbol and then the peachy and then dot preacher, uh, you will find Bianca and you can follow along with all the wonderful and glorious things uh, that the Lord is doing through this amazing woman of God. So thank you so much for joining us again. Incredible ladies. And we will see you next time. Bye bye. We hope that this podcast has blessed you and we have been blessed by bringing it to you today. If you would like to see more of what Zion's Company of Women is about, please check out our website, zionscompanyofwomen.com. We pray that your